Right, boys. So, so how are we today? I'm very well, thank you, Tom. How are you? I, I'm, I'm very good, Will. Thank you. How, how are you, Oliver? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Brilliant. I've, I've been asked that before, but brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what is everybody drinking this fine evening? Oliver, would you like to start us off? I can. So, I have a gin and tonic. Brilliant. Classy. What mm. gin? With... Mint gin? pie gin. Mince pie gin? Pie. And... Christmas was a month ago. <laughs> <laughs> and a block of Cathedral City mini mature cheddar. Ooh. Beautiful. That's not a drink, but beautiful. Unless you've, <laughs> unless you've blended it all. <laughs> right, Will, what are you drinking this, this fine evening? A cobra. A cobra? Yes, that's right. A cobra. Singular bottle? Double bottle? Singular bottle. Singular. Singular. Bottle. Singular. Well, I've got, I've got, I've got three drinks technically. Two of them alcoholic. I've got a, uh, I've got a Pepsi Max and Malibu, uh, with mm-hmm. lime, lemon, and a slice of orange in. Odd. Mm-hmm. And I've got a some sort of IPA. I think it was a tropical one. It's quite hazy. Uh, it's got, it's got notes of uh, citrus on. Not sure the hops that it was brewed with. I've got a bottle of water. Oh, lovely. Oh, I also have a bottle of water. <laughs> Nice sipper. I do too, to be fair. <laughs> so, uh, well, actually, I think what we forgot is the the name of the podcast. So, this is this is episode one. This is the pilot episode, if you will. Whoop, whoop, the whoop, cha- whoop. Yes, <laughs> yes. The chaps in Britain, the chaps in Britain podcast. Okay, it's just going to be a. I don't know, it's just going to be a, a chill podcast. I think something to just put on mm. in the background. If you listen to this seriously, then there's probably something wrong with you if you listen to this like actively um mm. you know put it on when you're driving put it on when you're doing something <laughs> infinitely more important it's probably a good idea <laughs> well said well said <laughs> well said well said so actually i've been looking through the um i've been looking through the news and i thought i've i've got some uh, interesting topics ranging from highly political fun okay to uh it's quite interesting, actually, uh, and I think these could create some quite interesting uh, points. So we'll start off with this one. So everyone knows Spotify, correct? Some of you might even be listening on Spotify. Uh, I know I use Spotify often. I've uh, just recently begun going into uh, Spotify, actually. From? Recently. Oh, uh, I'd say three months ago I started. And what, what did you use to use for your music indulgence? Um, let's just say... Off the Apple Music. <laughs> okay, okay. We know exactly what you're referring to. Oliver, I, I know I know you are a uh, Spotify I am. Guru. I'm a Spotify man. You're a Spotify man. Um, so, I don't know if any of you knew, but Spotify have actually patented technology to analyse your voice to suggest songs based on your emotional state, your gender, your age, or your accent. So the, the thing that sort of springs to mind for me is I've never talked to Spotify. No. Is it listening? <laughs> I, th- I think that's the, that's, that's the worrying bit. Is how's it going to analyse your voice if you just meant to listen to it? Yes, that's... Uh... 
quite you ever a while just you ever just talking about a, a new item and then you go on Facebook and it's it's magically there on your advertisement. Yeah, I, I get that quite often to be honest. Oliver, what I think it was I think it was yours once. What were we we had your guinea pig we had your guinea pig out, didn't we? Um and we, we were just talking about it. I went on Facebook, <laughs> guinea pig homes was just ad like on as an ad. <laughs> And that's that's so weird, and I do not recall typing anything in, which I think is the funniest bit. Um, but another thing that to note here is it says accent. So my sort of thing is, oh, so obviously you know we're going to have down south. You're going to have your your Ed Sheerans and your country music. You know, up <laughs> up north in Scotland, you're going to have your I would walk. <laughs> gonna, like, what, what, why is accent a why 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 is accent a variable in what you what music you listen to? That's Rotherham. I don't know. But it's, I'm actually genuinely interested. Exactly. Uh, I'm genuinely interested as to whether accent is like if if what accent you have affects what type of music you actually listen to. Yeah. Which is it's quite weird. And, and also, it says uh, it makes observations on your environment, uh, whether that be alone, small group, or a party. So what it's basically what? saying. <laughs> <You're at a laughs> yeah. So what it's basically saying is. Um, it knows how many, roughly how many people are near you. No, but to be fair, I cannot imagine anyone that lives in Northern Ireland listening to any other music than folk. I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Um... I see where you're coming from. But I, I, I think that might be a just a one-off case. That might be an anomaly. What? I don't it could know. be. Uh, so... I do find that odd that it, it it's literally it's going to know like how many people are around you, and then that yeah. brings me back to like what is it going to use like why why how, where are you going to talk into it? Is it just going to be like off ambient sound or? Yeah. To be fair, can your phone be locked when this is happening? Is that? I'm not sure. Is it going to be listening all the time or? Yeah. Or what? Well, who, who's talking when they're listening to music? I don't... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, again, singing, you might be singing the song, and then what does it? Oh mean? right, that oh, I don't know he likes you. this song. <laughs> <laughs> the song that you play, but then surely it would know. But it did have another feature that they patented a week um, prior to patenting this technology, and it it was basically a cadence-based selection. So effectively, let's say you're running, yeah. You know, like me, I'm a yep. nice, nice slow plodder along. I don't like to run quickly. I can't run Ooh. quickly for long distances. I'm not fit enough. I'm also, not at the right weight too. Um, but apparently, what it'll do is it'll find your cadence and it'll 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 sort of cue music that matches to the tempo of you running. Well, like a BPM, yeah, sort of thing. So if you're running quickly, it'll put some like. Grime on. If you're running slowly, it'll be nice. Classical. How does it even do that? Well, it, yeah, well, you've got a. Where is the step counter? Well, you've got a pedometer on your phone, haven't you? Who is letting Spotify yeah. use my what, pedometer? Well, well, obviously it'll be a new access, won't it? They'll they'll ask for it. But again, like a patent doesn't necessarily mean that um, it's going to be necessarily going to happen. It just means that it's like they've patented it, so it's like theirs. And again, I do want to preface for people listening. Please, please do not take this like these news things that we're saying as absolute truth. I've just literally quickly gone onto 
endorsement, BBC, and looked up the trending news stories, and I'm going to read them out. I've probably paraphrased them all, and I might miss information out. So if you really, really want to, you know, dive deep, please go and just read the articles. I just, I just want to preface that in case people decide to get their information from here, and they're going to start it off as facts. <laughs> Let's get the BBC, BBC to hire us. BBC endorsements. That's how we're going to get our. Uh, get, that's how we're going to get the P. P's coming in from BBC. Lovely. Um. So actually, another thing which, I, so I, I knew about it a long time ago. Um, the new Mars rover Perseverance. It's three weeks away from Mars. Three weeks. Three weeks away. Wow. Three I'm million miles. Keeping up. With the so Mars I, rover. No, no, I wasn't I either. Didn't know it was close. I just knew it had launched. Is, is that significant? Yeah. Uh, three weeks away, three million miles away. So, um, effectively, it's, it's going to. Uh, it's expected to touch down on the eighteenth of February. Um, what basically the crater that they're putting it in is called the Jezero Crater, um, and there's there's like remnants of an ancient river there. And obviously, you know, if there's an ancient river there, that's probably the most likely place to find life. So they're going to go and look yeah, there. Yeah. However, one of the scientists, when asked, um, it's, this is baffling to me. Obviously, there's there's an ancient river there, brilliant, lovely, but mm. they also said that it's the Jezero Crater is an incredibly dangerous landing site. There's an 80 meter cliff that runs straight through the landing site. There's craters the rover can't escape, and there's large rocks that the rover is going to have a very very bad time trying to traverse. Just don't oh. traverse them. Don't fall off the cliff and. <laughs> Well, so I think, the I think, I think that's the issue. So, another thing, it's going to be, it's going to be landing with a sky. Has it, have any of you seen the sky cranes? The I, I believe I have. Yes. No. No. So it's I like have. a, um, it's like a big sort of frame with like jets on each four corners, and what it does is it dangles the rover down, and it uses like instead of like a, like a balloon or whatever to drop it, it like it lowers it down from this, this sky crane and then it once it touches down it detaches the cables or whatever and just springs it off and blows it up somewhere <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> yeah so it just springs it off and blows it up somewhere else it just leaves the uh, rover there which I, uh, it's quite wasteful it is how, how are we going to get the rover back that could be sold so, for a large so, profit so, no the rover's going to be fine. They just launched the sky crane off. But talk, talking about the rover, um, so what what they're going to do is they're actually going to, if they find anything of significance, they're going to put it in the rover's like storage inside of it, and they're going to wait until we go to Mars to like like study it in in person. Because obviously mm. the rover can only have so many like scientific appli yeah. like what application whatever yeah. whatever on it. Um. So I think. This was when was it? It might have been in. It's probably in year twelve, I believe. Um, and I seem to remember there being like a thing online. Sorry, I was just about them. I seem to remember there being a thing online where there's there's like a little metal coin that they sent up with the Mars rover, and you could go on a website and you could. Um, have your like name engraved onto this metal coin in like, like nanometers big, and they're going to send that up with the Mars. Well, they've sent it up with the Mars rover, and uh, me and one of my friends, I don't know who it was, I think it was Ryan or something. We uh, we did it. So not to brag, I'm on this, are you? 
Oh yeah, oh, I deleted the thing. I wiped my PC. I had the file. Is that the one where they sent you like a passport for it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't oh, have I a passport that. anymore, but I, oh, I don't either. I know that my name's on it. So yeah, not the Flex Boys, but technically my name's on Mars or will be in three weeks. Same. God, oh, how does it feel, Will? Is. How does it feel? Your oh, name no. isn't on Mars. Uh, um, I've made an interplanetary sandwich with my name. <laughs> well, um, so another thing, the, so the, the, the landing area is called Timon Fire, and it's named after a place in Lanzarote because it's incredibly volcanic. So I, I, have any of you been to Lanzarote before? I haven't. I have. So I have, and I think I've been to Timon Fire. It, so I remember when I went, it was like this this, this trip in like a... Oh, I've like also a, been, I like believe. A, it's like a really shitty bus. Like coach, yes. like a really shitty one. They take you up to the top of this volcano, and they have like a uh, like they have like a geyser in the ground, and they pour water on it. They pour water, and it, it just spouts out. <laughs> it's mental. Um, I don't know if you went to this one, Oliver, but um, they're like a restaurant on top, and they they cooked over the the spout of the volcano, like they did like a grill over it. No, I went to the one. The centre's on the top of quite a steep hill, and they have these big. Yeah, they have these big... There's about three of them, these big holes. And there's just guys that stand there tipping water in and everyone just watches as steam comes out the hole. Which I find quite mental that, like... Ooh, water on hot thing, steam. But it is actually really, like, enjoyable to watch. <laughs> which which I find quite odd, to be honest. Yeah. Satisfying. It is very satisfying, yeah. It is. So, Lanzarote is depressing with its volcanic rock, though. It is very black. Black is red, ready. Like when I went, it's just really red. Black everywhere. Well, uh, to be honest, I went when I was like seven, so I, I just remember it being red. <laughs> the floor is lava. <laughs> yeah, I just remember it being red. But um, I, do, I also do remember it being incredibly barren. There was literally just rock everywhere. There's yeah. nothing. I fell asleep on the bus tour of the. It was very boring. <laughs> I think I was a camel there as well. I think I was. Yeah, oh, I think I had a camel. Um, everyone's ridden a camel in Lanzarote. <laughs> yeah, really if bad. you've been to Lanzarote, if you've, if you've ridden been. a camel. Um, but another thing, have you, have you, have you ever, have any of you ever been to any of the other Grand, uh, like Canary Islands at all? No. Uh, what? I might. I may have done. What are the other? Islands. I could tell you all of them. I just know that I've been to Gran Canaria and uh, Fuerteventura. If any of them ring a bell, I don't think I've been. Oh to yes, Fuerteventura. It's not bad, is it? Better than Zarate. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I went when I was older, so I remember more of it. But I do also remember it being like <laughs> distinctly better. But um, poor boomerang. You bought a boomerang. I, the only boomerang that I've got is, I remember, I guess when my cousin went to, um, well, when my cousin's like auntie and uncle went over to America, went to like Disneyland or something, I've still got this boomerang. It was like one of the, um, you know, the classic boomerangs that you get with like yeah. the, the, the yeah, paint yeah. dots on them. Yeah, that's what yeah. I had. Um, We went into this little shop along the beach and I was looking at them and I picked up this boomerang and I dropped it on the floor and it just shattered. <laughs> what, a piece of wood? <laughs> yeah, it just shattered on the floor. And then and then we were like, oh, we will leave hastily. And so, that man was 
one less <laughs> boomerang. I, I, uh, I made a boomerang in uh, You made before. a boomerang? <laughs> Did it, it work? Clay, so it was absolutely... No, it clay? Was like, uh, I think it, the teachers ran out of ideas, to be honest. I just threw it and it just <laughs> fell to the ground. Yeah, it just, yeah completely... Yeah, it just sunk, basically. Which I find mental that uh, boomerangs were actually used as, like... They were actually used as weapons like in uh, Indigenous Australia. It's just mental. Blue Tower Defence. <laughs> well, yeah, Blue Tower Defence as well. <laughs> I suppose they upgraded them to, like, what were they? Rangs. Razor rangs or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, so Mars. Uh, so one of the uh, scientists, when like asked, there's, there's, like, there's two different so what what they're looking for is obviously life, um, and the, the, there's like one question that they need. Well, there's two questions, but it's like almost two possibilities. Um, it's, it's so it's like is life is it a case of if you build a habitable environment, then life will inevitably come, or is there like a really 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 like small small chance, like a magic spark, that has to happen alongside these like perfect conditions? Or not necessarily perfect, but just a habitable environment. So, what do you two think? Do you think that it's it's like? Do you think life is something that just sort of happens in a habitable environment, or do you think that it's like it just it's it's something so rare that life on Earth is like really really rare? Um, hmm. I think I, I'm not too sure because obviously, with perfect conditions, you would have thought. Yeah, there must be. There's I mean, if they're the perfect, time, then. But but I, I don't. Perfect. So I don't necessarily mean perfect. I just mean like habitable. So if something's habitable, like you know, like Goldilocks. Not necessarily Goldilocks, because I'd argue. Well, yeah, it's, it's just something that's habitable. So, like, if mm. if if something can harbor life, like an environment can harbor life, do you think that life will just like eventually come, or do you think that like uh, something really uh, rare I has know. to happen? I Something think, has to happen. I think it's a case of it was once perfect in his life, and then that life adapted. Almost, I don't think if it was just ha- um, habitable, then life just appears. I think it's. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a hard question. Yeah. It is. So. I, I really don't know what to believe because obviously you really want to believe that if there's a habitable environment then life will come yeah. because like, who who wants to be alone in the universe but at the same time how like, how have we uh, again I say how have we not found it but like realistically we haven't even explored the other no. planets properly yet have we no. like there literally could be stuff there what is it is, is it um Titan that moon so yeah. around Jupiter or Saturn or something but it's literally it's, it's like I don't, don't quote me on this but it's like many metres of ice and then there's just like ocean underneath there's got yeah. to be something under there obviously there's no sunlight available for like plants and shit but like but things could be about that yeah it'd be completely different life that's evolved or developed completely different to but even so we have the we have the part of the ocean that there's no light gets to, and there's plenty of. Yeah, yeah. Well, another thing that I find mental about the ocean is we've barely explored it. I think we've ex- yeah. I think we've mapped more of the moon's surface yeah. than we have the ocean floor. 
Yeah. Which is mental. That's crazy. How? I don't get that, though. Well... well I get it, obviously, but... Yeah. The, the, so, the... Well... The issue is know. actually staying down there. I think, you know, with the amount of pressure... Well, yeah, yeah, but I also think, like... You know you can, like, satellite the moon's surface... Yeah, like, light, light, light only goes so far onto the ocean floor. Yeah. So you can't really just like, oh, we'll just take pictures of it. Because it just doesn't work like that. Because the light only goes like, what is it, like 300 metres down or something? Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, no, I, I really do want aliens to exist. Do you think we'll find, like, not necessarily aliens, and I don't, I don't, when I say aliens, I don't mean, like, let, let me rephrase it. Do you think we'll find life or evidence of life on another planet in our lifetime? Evidence, yes. Possibly evidence, yeah. So, Possibly. I remember in school, it was like an <laughs> astronomy club or something. Nerd. Um, but it was this guy who, who came in. He was, a, he was a scientist and he came in. And he was talking about his sort of predictions. And he predicted that within the next 50 years, we will have evidence of, um, like, advanced life. Mm. And I think, uh, I can't remember it exactly, but it went along the lines of, you know this new James Webb telescope that's going on? You might might know it, might not. Is that the one that's replacing the Hubble? It's not replacing it. It's going to work alongside it. So the Hubble works in like the wavelength of light. Okay, so it can it, it, it's like just a classic telescope. The um, the James Webb telescope, I think, either works in like UV or X-ray. I don't know, but it's it's not light. It might be infrared. I don't know, but it's not light. So it can detect like a lot more. Um, so. It's also massive. It's it's much much bigger than the Hubble telescope, so it can see with like greater resolution, like much much further. And I think he was talking about if you can look at planets, it, I don't know how it does it, but you can you can determine the like uh, what comprises the atmosphere, like what what elements and stuff. And there's there's one element, I think, is what he said. There's one, not necessarily an element, but like a compound of some sort that you can only make through industrial processes and he said that that is probably going to be how we find like advanced civilizations it's from that compound in the atmosphere yeah. if we find that we can be sure that there's an industrial at least an industrial civilization on that planet that's very rare though like what well that's, is it that's rare is it, on the chance is a it civilization rare? would be just making that compound well um yeah, that is the tr- that is the truth. But if we've done it, yeah, it's almost like the natural progression, isn't it? Like, you know, you know oh, humans survive. But then again, is it the natural progression, or did is it just the natural progression because we progress that way? Yeah. Oh, true. It's the only progression so far, really, isn't it? Which is odd, because a lot of scientific experiments, they just have, like, the, 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 obviously they have the control variable. We are the control variable, and we have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. Which I think makes it so hard to find aliens. But then, once you find the aliens, it's then you, the control, and then the aliens. Then what? what is the norm? Are you the anomaly, or...? Well, you've, you've, you've got to get a bigger... It's one-on-one. On one. At that point, yeah, 
yeah, you've just got to find more. But, you know, the thing is, even if we find this, like, composite in the atmosphere of another planet, it's going to be loads of light years away. We're never going to be able to contact it. Yeah. True. They do, they do find these, like, uh, just frequencies in space that can't be attributed to anything, though. It's just, like, stuff like that. And yeah. There's something about a, an asteroid. I can't remember what I read about it, but it was something never seen before and unexplainable in a not our solar system but in viewable distance so what I uh, always think about and I find it really weird is science like all of science is just well not all of it obviously there's some like things that are given pretty much all of physics is and chemistry is literally just a theory like atoms mm. yeah it's just a sort of a theory that they're a thing because we can deduce from some experiments that it's a thing and we just take that as given and then you go to like quarks and stuff oh this is one explanation for it because this experiment did this it's like it's just it's all a theory what if one thing's wrong one thing in the whole puzzle's yeah. wrong everything else has to change because every, everything is in balance isn't it so say you know, you think it's amazing that everything in the universe well, th- that we know of is balanced. Well, you think, is it balanced just because we write it as balanced? Yeah. And kind of... Is it almost we've forced it to be? Mm-hmm. We're trying too hard. Well, I, I mean, I've had this conversation with uh, my dad a few times. Is You know, like, maths. You know yeah. how we use maths to describe, like, everything? Yeah, that is the, yeah. What if, the universal. Yeah, what if there's a different... What if there's something that we haven't like we yeah. haven't created that can describe the universe so much better than maths yeah. because if you think about it what is zero like so we, yeah. we use maths to describe real things zero there's nothing that is zero in this universe nothing is zero because no. if something's zero it doesn't exist mm-hmm. true which yeah. again is mental and then I'd also like to get your opinion on how do you think the universe started Oh. How do you think it started from nothing, or do you think it started from something? Obviously, well, this this depends whether you're religious or you science. Uh, I know both. If you aren't religious, so we'll talk from it from a purely scientific standpoint. What do you think? Well, it's almost there can't have been nothing, but at the same time, there must have been a start. There can't have just been. But what if there? Start, then, what if there was nothing? Like the human brain can't comprehend no, starting from it. nothing. What if there just was nothing? Yeah, exactly. Um, but in my opinion, I think that there has to be something. You can't well, just make yeah. something from nothing. But yeah. at the same time, then, how is there a start to that, really? Could I... It's all literally just been... Well... Like... Hmm? She kind of went a bit weird then. Just say what you said before. So it could have been just a massive star that it just exploded. Just yeah, yeah. Wipes everything. Just, just one huge cluster. So my, what I personally believe is, I, I believe that there wasn't necessarily a star. So th- this is another theory. It's almost like the, oh, what if there was nothing? What if there wasn't a star? Because the humans are so 
conceptually tied up that everything must have a start birth that's your start death that's an end so the human race just cannot comprehend anything else other than right there's a start and there's an end life death what if it's a cycle what if there's literally no start and no end what if it's always been because there's a couple of um earth theories it's like the um uh, what is it? The the, the 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 closed universe theory, where the universe will expand to a certain point, and like structurally, it cannot comprehend that. Like in terms of the actual mass that it's expanded to, so it shrinks back in on itself and compresses. What if the universe is in like a billion year long cycle, where let, so let's just take the Big Bang as a given. Okay, so the Big Bang expanding, constantly expanding, still expanding. What if it gets to the point where it can't expand further because gravity just won't let it. So it, exp- it collapses back in on itself, you know, compresses into something mm. <laughs> even more infinitely dense than a black hole. Oh, tons and tons of energy. Bang. What if that's the cycle? Or is, the, is, is the Big Bang still happening? The Big Bang yeah, was a sing- singular point. But I, th- I think the general consensus, the Big Bang was like the singular explosion. We're still expanding. Yeah. That's that's a given. Yeah, that's a red shift, isn't it? But yeah, that the, the red shift sort yeah. of proves that um, the universe is still expanding. Expanding, and that's why there is, in terms of humans, uh, no matter how great the technology, it's almost a there is a limit to an extent. Yeah. Of what we can travel. Because well, you cannot travel faster than the speed of light. No. So if you, if you, th- you would never be able to catch up. It's just easy to find it then at that point. Yeah. Well, well that's well, the thing. Is the, the other theory is, like Tom said, maybe it does. There is a cycle, and it does go back to the beginning. Because and that in, is, in a way, its own like big bang. Yeah. Or because in is phys- it even a big bang at all. In physics, they taught us um, there's there's like three sort of outcomes for the universe. There's the open universe theory where it just keeps expanding. There's the flat universe theory where it expands to a certain point and then stays. And then there's the closed universe theory where it keeps expanding until it can't hold itself and it pops back in. Mm-hmm. And those are the three outcomes. I, I don't know. I just find space so interesting. It's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I just, it is. Think it's of it just that you, you can never really understand it, and we never will understand it in our lifetime. That's that's well, the, the maddest thing is we will never understand might, it. We might never understand it ever. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Just find the these. Uh, and I think well, as humans, curiosity it gets the better of us, and that's when we start coming up with these ideas and then almost second guessing things it it almost makes really... you want to wish that we're in sort of a brave new world-esque society where we we weren't curious like we were content yeah. with exactly yeah. what we've got because curiosity well, uh, yes it progresses things but at the same time it's almost like it's a curse because you can you constantly want more yeah just want that answer but what happens when you get the answer you want more it's like money when you get to a certain financial goal yeah you want more 
more. There's a reason why billionaires and stuff, they don't stop. Because at the point to them, money isn't an issue to them. It is literally just the whole point of wanting more and more and more. Because it's almost like a game, realistically. Once you've got enough money to live any lifestyle you want, it becomes meaningless because you've got it. I think the thing is, stuff that's not stuff that's like unobtainable not unobtainable but stuff that you don't have is desirable as soon as you've got it it is not desirable it's almost grass is greener on the other side yeah yeah but anyway that, that, that I think that's interesting but you know what also is interesting badger culling yes <laughs> so <laughs> so around the um, around the UK obviously there's badgers badgers are quite quite a big thing in the UK and they carry, they? yeah, yeah. There's loads of badgers. Yeah, like, I was. They're not I that big. There. No, no. no there's there's, there's, there's a fair few. There's there's a load. I um, I promise you, I'm not making this up. I was chased by a badger. Why, friend? <laughs> Why did you not just turn around? Pump the no. dickhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pump the badger. The shoulders on it. <laughs> mate, I think you had a Wendigo Whoa. after you. Uh, Shoulders in a bloody badger, mate. Okay. It was probably the scariest moment of my life. I was gone. I've only seen a dead badger before. The thing is, is the one of the friends that I was with was um, rather large. Put it, put it this way. <laughs> mate, you're in front of him and he's getting eaten. Yeah, he's he was left. Yep. Yeah, Badgers are like in between the size of like a lab and a cat, aren't they? Sort of, yeah. They're not they're not massive, but they're sizable. The one that I saw was big. So another sort of thing in the same line of badgers is foxes. Have any of you ever seen a fox? I have. I did once so was... I've seen a fox on. once and it was actually probably less than a week ago. I was out for a run in the morning and I just saw this thing and I was like why is there a dog with that here? And I just looked closer and I was like, oh, that's a fucking bad, uh, not badger, a fucking fox. I was like, what a beast. And it's fucking rapid. It was stood in the middle of the path, the middle of the trail. I was just plodding along, you know, well, running. Uh, I was running up to it. And um, it just fucking darted off around this like bend. And it was gone. It was absolutely gone. It was so quick. They are rapid. I, um, I've seen many, uh, many foxes in uh, my time. Have you heard in... them squeal? No, I haven't. I have. What, what does One... the fox say? What does the fox say? Me and my dad were out uh, taking the dogs out, and <laughs> oh, we heard oh, one in the woods. Strange, like it's really mental. It's squeal. Yeah, it's it's like a scream and a squeal, like a mix between the two. I heard that was a mating call, that, that, that noise. I, they made. I think it is. Well, it might be. Yeah, pro- probably. I don't think the little dickhead would just make noise when there's one of us near. But, um... Just want some, yeah. want some uh, fox cooter. There was a... <laughs> there was a Sonic Rule 34. <laughs> three metres away from me at one point. I was sat down in, uh, in my garden. Um, and I looked to my right... And I just saw this fox looking at me. Fox skin hat, air rifle. But I actually had an air rifle in my hand, to be honest. So I, I probably that. wouldn't have killed it. I probably wouldn't have killed it. They are, um, they are vermin, though, aren't they? In the UK. Yeah, shoot yeah, it. Yeah, actually, farmers. They are little, little fox on. They are little dickheads to farmers, aren't they? Farmers can uh, actually shotgun dogs if they're on a property. Mm. I, that's about it. 
Did you not know that, Oliver? No. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if your dog is running off the lead on a farmer's property, they can shoot it. Yeah. Especially, you know, with them having you know, sheep, dogs, and uh, kill. It's, oh, that's. But yeah. I think that's understandable, but like, there's public well, footpaths going it, through. Yeah, it is completely understandable. It, yeah, it's one of those things that's like. But it's, it's also the price you have to pay for. In, in this country, the right of, like, the, the, the right to roam, I think it's called, uh, the RIR, yeah. and it, it is literally, public footpaths can go through private land as long as you res- are respectful. And I think, you know, if you are walking through someone's land, you should have your dog on a lead. Yeah. True. If, it, if it's like crops and stuff. Yeah, and especially if you know, you're not going to be walking with your dog off a lead somewhere you've never been before. Well, exactly. I know, I know when I take my dogs out, I don't really let them off. One of them's a little shit, so I only let like one of them off the lead. But um, we, we we rarely do it if we're going through like like farmers' fields and stuff. I I think I think if you're not mindful enough to maybe do that, then I, uh, yeah. Anyway, badgers. So yeah. <laughs> tangent. Um, so badgers they apparently carry something called bovine tuberculosis, which is absolutely mm-hmm. devastating to like cattle and cows um so what these badgers do is they they, they pass it on to like cows and it, the cows are just like a fucking coughing mess they shit they die which is obviously not what you want if you want beef and like dairy it's not even it's not even just for meat it's like the dairy industry suffers as well so what they've been doing i don't know for how long but it's it, it's happening and it has happened it's like a um it's like a fate like a strategy to uh, eliminate uh it's called btb bovine tuberculosis um but it was what what they do is they issue licenses to certain like areas for them to be able to kill badgers um i don't know if they have to test the badgers which would be mental if they did imagine having to walk up to a badger test it right, yeah mate. you've got btb and then fucking pop it in the head i think they can just i think they just have licenses to kill badgers but um it's i know that again we're going off topic here but it's like um, grey squirrels. It's if you capture one, it's against the law to release them. Uh, what? The red squirrels, um, native to this country, grey squirrels um, took over. Yeah, true. And so, if you even if it's like a rat trap and a grey squirrel is caught, you, you technically by law you're supposed to. The I can see, I can see the the like. Yeah, I can see why because it's yeah. like it's it's like it's like releasing. I don't know. It's like just releasing like lions into the UK. I mean, obviously, you know, yeah. like, like, again on a tangent, lions were actually native to the UK at one point when it was like really long ago when it was still connected to mainland Europe. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I think. Oh, say what you're going to say, and then we are going back to the badgers. Yeah. No, this is about the badgers. I think we need to make our mind up on our badger um, relationship because, correct me if I'm wrong, but a few years ago, weren't we installing badger crossings? <laughs> summoning, let... summoning the badger council. That's what we need to do. UK government. We need to summon the badger council. We need them in a jury, and we need to we need to like uh, liaise with them as to to how how our relations are going to. Uh, move forward from this point in time around a big round table yeah pl- pl- Plato's Republic some badgers there in soups with their with their fingers like 
crossed. So okay. So anyway, uh, the government is stopping uh, is is stopping issuing these like mass culling licenses after oh. 2022. So you won't they won't be um, being able to be issued. Um, however, it's still valid though. Uh, so I think they are still valid, but I think I don't think they've I don't think they're issued like indefinitely. I think they're issued for a certain amount of time. So eventually they will be like expire all these like like existing licenses. Um, but the next phase of strategy to eradicate BTB in England, so that their their aim is to uh, eradicate bovine tuberculosis in in the UK by twenty thirty eight. And what they're going to do instead is they're going to vaccinate badgers and cattle. Why do they need to vaccinate the badgers if it's not? Because the badgers spread it. Yeah, but if it's not bad for the badgers, and then they just vaccinate all the cattle. No, 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 because the badgers spread it. Yeah, but if the cattle are vaccinated... So you expect them to uh, vaccinate every single cow and never vaccinate <laughs> badgers? Cause, no, because the whole yeah. idea is we're going to eradicate it. We're not going to just like vaccinate against it. We're going to eradicate BTB. Oh, like smallpox. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another figure here, which is mental, is they had to kill twenty-seven thousand cows last year because of oh. bovine tuberculosis, which is quite a lot. Yeah. Think about think about the amount of fucking dairy and cheese and beef that they're going to give <laughs> off, and they've just had to kill them. Oh, my dead. oh yeah. Now you mentioned it. My form tutor actually told me about that. He was telling me his his cousin or some shite was. The dairy farm near Wales, and they just had to go and cull, like, all of his cows. They were just like at farms, just killing them all, and taking them away. Big lorries. If if I don't, I, I, don't, I do. I, I can't tell you, but do do they give them reparations, like for killing them, or <laughs> they must they must do. I, you that's their so. livelihood. You thought that's so. like being a pimp and then shooting all your hose and just leaving you in the dust. So the vaccine that they're planning on giving is going to be on track to be completed within the next five years. Which is fairly long time. Yeah. Is it a big threat though? Is this is this bovine? Well, it's, it's killing a lot of cows. It, it's, it's not it's not killing a lot of cows, but it's it, basically uh, from what I can gather, if a if, if a cow has bovine tuberculosis, one, it can spread it to other cows. Two, it kills them, and you can't use the meat of an infected cow, really, can you? Could. Well, yeah, you could, but it's not it's not necessarily health and safety, is it? pass. <laughs> but they're not completely getting rid of culling. If there's like if there's like exceptional circumstances where there's like a local flare up in an area where it's just fucking mental, then they are gonna issue a cull license it's just like cows <laughs> no, it's not a cow well it is to cows as well no, it's to not... yeah oh not for the cows what's everybody's opinion on Scotland D- I enjoy I Scotland I... Scotland's alright you know it's not as good as England yeah, it has it's its nice bits I like it but I'll be honest I don't like the accent <laughs> no what about tatties and neeps haggis tatties and neeps we're fun. Uh, <laughs> I enjoy haggis. You don't like the tatties and neeps. I enjoy the staple. I'm not. Have you not? You've not had haggis. I don't. I, don't, I probably have to be honest. It's well nice. It's, it's everyone thinks it's shit because it's like lungs and stomach and stuff. But no, it's well yeah. nice. Yeah, but like you can't complain about that and then go and have a McDonald's like. You don't. Well, you, you don't know what's in McDonald's. Yeah, a bit. 
I've Will, quite a lot of things. Will, do you remember do you remember Luke's Ness cool? I do. <laughs> the fucking bur- burger but like bubbled. Yeah. <laughs> the burger van. Yeah, the you could see it like bubble. Yeah. Don't yeah. want any of that foreign shit. So, to be fair, it was quite nice. It was very greasy. No, it was really greasy, but it, it was like it was. filling. But you, you could feel the cholesterol in your like fucking veins for the next two weeks. You could, yeah. So, um, basically, oh, I don't know. Shout out to my man Luke. <laughs> Shout out to Luke. I'll run you through just some of the facts. So, Scotland independence, yeah? Just first no. off, what is your opinion on Scotland independence? Well, I don't think they can really go independent. They don't really have any industries. They just piggyback off. (laughs) (laughs) What do they have? They're oil, and that's really not Oil, wind farms. But again, the biggest wind array is down in uh, London somewhere, I think. So it's not, you know... I don't know. Anyway, Boris has gone up to Scotland today. Actually, the 28th of January. Oh, she's not happy, is she? Sturgeon is not happy. Sturgeon is not a happy bunny, no. But anyway, he's gone up to Scotland to sort of do a campaign to argue that, you know, Scotland is better off in the UK, which I I personally agree with. I would agree with that. However, uh, there's one thing here that I I sort of picked up on. Is is that essential travel? That's what that's what that's what Sturgeon was saying, wasn't it? That it wasn't an essential journey. I'm not sure. I didn't see, but uh, him going up to Scotland, I wouldn't see as an essential journey. Like, does does he have to be in the country to argue this point? Don't know. I, I feel know. like a, a team's time, call wouldn't have the same impact. Yeah, I, I understand. I think, I think Scotland would actually. Either way, I think also Scotland would be a bit. Uh, what's the word? He wouldn't be very happy if he didn't bother going up. You know, he would almost show that he doesn't really. Yeah. Care. So, so there's, there's so another point. Aspect, I kind of agree, but yeah. yeah I see what you're saying. So, so there's another there's another point here. So the UK government uh, takes the opinion that, well, sorry, the, the yeah. So the UK government, that's not the devolved things. That's just the central UK government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Takes the opinion that Scott. Well, okay. The Conservative, namely Boris Johnson. I don't want to like ring in all Labour and that, but. Because it's probably not their fucking view, um, but the, I'll just say the UK government takes the opinion that Scotland should be focusing on the pandemic rather than independence. That's true. I would agree with that. However, I think it also sends a contradictory message when Boris goes up to Scotland to argue that Scotland is better off in the UK, because if no, he's he, if he's gone out and said, "Oh, you should be focusing on the pandemic," and he's risen to that and gone, oh, "I'm going to go and argue that." I'm going to get argue that Scotland's better in the UK. That's sort of contradictory to what he's saying. You can't go and you can't. They're kind of twisting his arm behind his back. You can't really leave it if one of one of the uh, one of the you know three external arms of the UK is kind of saying, "Oh, I might want to leave." You can't really just ignore I d- that. I, d- I do understand, but at the same time, it's like. It is a focus now, isn't it? Even though they've said that it's... I think they've made it a focus, though. I know. So, in 2014, Scotland voted to remain, in the UK, 55% to 45%. Yep. Mm. Scottish voters backed... So, uh, on the whole, Scottish voters backed remain in the EU, 62% to 38%, compared to the UK as a whole, 
voting 52% to 48%. Scottish nationalists see it as a signal to cut ties with the UK and remain in the EU as an independent country. What's your opinions on that? Well, you know, they voted to remain in the UK, so... Exactly, that, that's that's my that's point. Was it not taken as a whole UK vote for the it was, it was, it, Europe? It was taken as a whole UK vote, but what they did is they looked at the Scotland they, statistics yeah, and they, went, okay, this is what they voted. Yeah. Yeah, well... All right. I think that's just... It's just well, that's like because That's yeah, like saying... That's they like just saying, get in a bit mad that they didn't get their way when beforehand they voted to... Yeah, that's like, UK, that's like so, going. I don't know. Yeah, are they? I don't think they're thinking about the other countries that voted to leave right. the. Yeah, and then there's the um, there's the um, there's the other argument of I'm sure that there's like counties in the UK where it's like yeah. they probably vote. They probably on the whole voted to remain. What are they going to do? Want, Have want separate counties that decide to stay in the EU? Declare sovereignty. Yeah, Derbyshire sovereignty, uh, Oxfordshire sovereignty. Sorry, this is now its own country in the EU. <laughs> like, it doesn't really work. I don't think that argument really but, holds um, up. The UK government is refusing to run another vote on independence. What's your opinion on that? A waste of time. So I, I'm all for democracy, but I think, so I think there's there's quite a there's there's almost a paradox here of. Democracy means that the majority of the country, yeah, or mm. the majority of a population decides the outcome of something, okay? The issue then is how frequently should democracy be issued? Because, yes, they voted to remain, but now if their opinions are different, yeah, should they be given the right to vote now? No, Scotland don't. Never. Scotland don't deserve democracy. <laughs> Seriously though, like it, it does raise a good question of like how frequently should democracy be issued? Because it's it's a bit um, like the um it's a bit like voting the government in. You know? Yeah. What if suddenly after a day after the general election, oh don't want it anymore, general consensus has changed. Well you stuck with them for another five years. It's almost like there's a contractual obligation that you are stuck with them for another five years, and that's what was voted. And I think uh, there's, there's something I seem, I seem to remember from the time Nicola Sturgeon was saying that the, the vote to remain in, in, in the UK was a once in a lifetime vote yeah so if it's a once in a lifetime vote why are they trying to push for a second independence like regime so it didn't what, go right seven for years her. exactly it didn't go right for her and that's the issue is it does raise the question of how frequently should democracy be issued yeah. Because the opinion polls currently, they suggest that um, was it fifty four percent would vote for independence if given the um, opportunity now. Kind of like what David Cameron did, isn't it, with Brexit? He just it was like, yes, uh, you know, everyone will want to stay, and they didn't, and then he went and had a mard and left. <laughs> Yeah, I remember watching that in the morning, like before school, and it was like, but to be I fair, will not be the person to steer the helm of this ship. I'm yeah, resigning. But, but I, I kind of respect that. I respect so, it. If he didn't believe in it, it's absolutely that, yeah. right. He shouldn't be That's the one. If right he doesn't believe it, he should not be the one. Yeah, exactly. He, yeah, should, he shouldn't be yeah. the one guiding it, which is perfectly right. Obviously, Theresa May 
maybe didn't do the best job, but at least that they gave the. She wasn't awful. She wasn't. She, no, she wasn't awful. A she lot wasn't... of people give her more hate than. Yeah, she doesn't deserve the hate she got. However, it was also quite good that they passed it off to someone that believed in Brexit. Yeah. He got it done, didn't he? Yeah. Um, but another thing, if Scotland leaves the UK and rejoins the EU, uh, hard border. Yeah. That, that that could very well be a thing. And currency, are they going to stick with the pound or are they going to go to the euro? Then that the also euro, creates another thing. Like their own... <laughs> they want their own currency. I don't think they would. I think, I think they would go to the euro. But then again, they've got the Scottish pound, haven't they? Yeah, this is what I mean. Do they modify that in a way? No, they already have Scottish money. Scottish tender. Speaking of the EU, though, uh, has everybody (laughs) seen the the, the EU vaccine round that's going on? Indeed. Have you, Oliver? I haven't. I think it's a little bit dodgy. It is dodgy. Um, So there's production issues. So you know the AstraZeneca vaccine... Uh-huh. So the AstraZeneca vaccine is being rolled out, yeah? It's being rolled out in the UK and the EU, yeah? There is plants to make this AstraZeneca vaccine in the UK and there's places in the EU, yeah? yeah. There's production issues at the AstraZeneca EU plants, meaning they cannot meet targets for delivering vaccines to the EU. So they can't contractually meet the targets for the EU. So I, I don't know if they were contractually, like, a, like tied into. Okay, your vaccines are coming from these EU plants, but yeah. the EU has demanded that UK-made jabs are to be diverted to mainland Europe to fulfil contracts. What? Yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's ridiculous. Bad. I think that's bad. I think it's petty, to be honest. It is, uh, and th- one good thing, which in my opinion is good. The government has said there will be no interruption to our rollout. Yeah. Oh. And the government is remaining solid right, in its yeah. views. Reasons why? Sh- reasons why that they've said um, that they should be, you know, staying with their contract is the UK invested in the research done by Oxford University for this AstraZeneca vaccine. Yeah. Our deal was signed three months before the EU signed their contract. And the UK supply is manufactured in the UK. Yep. And another good thing that I actually found, so um, you know how stuff like this, obviously, you know, Labour, they are, not always, but typically they're like Remain. Yeah? Yeah. The late, so Keir Starmer has said a solution should be found between the EU and AstraZeneca. However, it's a solution that shouldn't interrupt the UK supply. So I think it's quite good that there's sort of a unity between... Like Conservative and Labour, yeah. they're all on the same page of yeah. yeah. The Which UK vaccinations like are staying, but we're, we're going to keep yeah. them out. You know, you know it's Wild. going in the right direction when the the left are like, yeah, we need to help everyone, but us first this time. But um, the AstraZeneca's headquarters are also in the UK, so it's technically a UK company. Is it? Yeah. What? So the the EU's throwing its bollocks around, saying, "Yeah, we're demanding UK-made jabs of being over to mainland Europe." It's like trying to bully almost. Yeah, and I don't think that's right. I think we we've left the EU now. I know they have contracts and stuff, but if they've got a contract that's from the EU plants, that is completely their issue. The UK plants were contracted 
our supply was contracted from the manufacture of these vaccines from the UK plants. And there's no issue with the UK plants. That's fine. It's the EU plants that's an issue. And the thing is, we, we for whatever reason, let's just let's put all politics aside and stuff. The e, for whatever reason, the UK has a very bad death rate currently. A thousand deaths a day. I think yeah. we need the vaccine more. It, like everything aside, we need the vaccine more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we're like we're like third in the world. I think currently for amount of people vaccinated, which is really fucking good. Yeah. It's just the uh, a death rate, isn't? It's not amazing, and the thing is, I, I don't know what that could be. It could be down to the faults of the government, but it could also be that the UK is an obese country. Yeah, you know, it's, it's something that a lot of people are skipping over. I think is obesity. There's a lot of smokers as well. Exactly. Well, yeah. Well, not not loads, but it's probably there's probably more in the Europe. But I mean, the UK is a very obese country, and I think yeah. uh, what people are skipping over is obesity is is an underlying health issue. And it does make you more vulnerable to coronavirus. Overlying, yeah. Oh so, uh, anyway, we should just take a little break, sort of where we yeah. are, um, and then we'll, we'll come back to it. Does that sound good? Yeah, I'm happy mm. with that. I'm happy with that as well. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaps in Britain podcast number one. Hello. We've had a quick break, haven't we, everyone? We, we have. I, Indeed. I went, went for a wee-wee. Yeah, oh, I did the same. Balls have been emptied. <laughs> I think that's why the pee is stored in the balls. <laughs> right, I don't think uh, it is. Moving on, um, I've got a few topics that I want to get your opinions on. Um, uh, let's start us off with something pretty pretty chill and that's free to play games are they good or bad oh, bad what do we think bad yeah okay all of them bad <laughs> so every single one in, in, oh, yeah. inherently I don't think free to play games are bad I think the culture that they breed is bad in terms of like microtransactions and stuff yeah 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 that's true and like loot crates and things like that Exactly. Loot crates are gambling. Loot crates are gambling. I don't think we can talk about free to play games without uh, Epic Games yep. and their and they're buying like games that were you you paid for Rocket League, making them free and then adding battle passes. Yes, battle passes is a big one. I've seen that. Because it actually everywhere in free to play games now. Because it does make an unfair advantage the battle pass. Well, it does. In some games, it does. But at the same time, I like financially, I understand it. Yeah. Well, if you look at them, this is the other argument in terms of sales and the amount of revenue they create. It's ridiculously good. It's going up and up and up. It I is. mean, you look at you look at League of Legends, something that none of us play, but I think it's one of the most popular games ever um, still I think it's something like 8 million players every day still active signing well, on the, and the when battle. you look at these figures you know you've got to think surely that would be good surely they're enjoying that game or are they hooked on it have they spent the, too much money 
Does that have a battle pass, League of Legends? I'm not sure. There's it, it, definitely pay to win. No. Definitely, there is a lot. To be fair, though, if you're in if you're in a game where it's pay to win, but everyone's paying, then <laughs> yeah. It, but this is it. Is it? I don't know. I think there's some good and bad things. It's but probably. I, I would say more bad in my opinion, but I don't know if I any of you, you guys, if either of you two played uh, Advanced Warfare. I believe I did. Like briefly at some point. It had these. It had the supply drops. It was the. I think it was the first real introduction of uh, loot crazy and cards. Um, and then you've got like uh, what was the loot crates and things that was it in like Battlefront? I don't play Battlefront. Game, I think that was a. That was a. Contra- I don't remember. Specifically, yeah, I, I remember really it happening. Well, that one isn't a free-to-play game, so did did that? Mm. Get it That's from even worse. Yeah, so, exactly. uh, micro transactions, transactions, speech impediment actually um, started. It, 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 I don't know how many people know this, but it actually started in Elder Scrolls, Oblivion. With oh Hulk's yeah, armor. yeah. Yeah. It was really expensive, wasn't it? It wasn't really expensive. It was just at the time, like people thought, wait. What we're gonna pay a few quid for horse armor? Oh, it Maybe must be. You could see it. It must be. Well, it's not online, so. Um, yeah. No. But yeah, it was like um. Oh, you know, it must be decent. Actually, no, it's just yeah. cosmetic. Yeah. And then you look back on, again, free-to-play games. There's there's so many now that you can get on your phone. Exactly. So many. I mean. I know. Fortnite, um, what else? Call of Duty as well. Well, it's just, it's just it is mental because the thing is the games are good. Well, obviously as much shit as you give Fortnite, it must be a good game. I know when I played it like ages ago, it was relatively fun. Yeah, I think now there's like a toxic community. There is a toxic community. That's what is put off a lot of people, but at the same time, millions of people still play it so but yeah i think free-to-play games i don't think they are inherently bad i just think the culture of like microtransactions and battle passes and stuff just mm-hmm. is like which it, is worse though uh, battle passes or i think also, microtransactions are worse because yeah. it's like battle passes you know exactly what you're getting true yeah. yeah like advanced warfare these crates there were guns you could get out that you could only get out of those and they had better fire rate better damage that that they were better guns you would, yeah. but, but actually, would win battle passes when you think about it you're they're paying. not bad they're not they're not bad no but microtransactions you pay and you get an item yeah battle mm. passes you pay and then it has the audacity <laughs> to make you work for the oh, items yeah. <laughs> but you're trading off that work you know what you get I think true is yeah that is true like you can look at it and decide that a lot most battle passes you don't look at it and it's like a mystery item you just uh, it's, you know what you can work to it's like you look at it and then you decide whether you want to buy it or not. I don't think in that regard it's, it's awful but in that because of that is that why there's so many players playing it because yeah. they've spent money on it and they need to play it to actually get what they've paid for is probably. that why it's it so probably popular? locks you in and it, yeah and then in that sense I don't think that's very good at all so I uh, just Opinions on loot boxes. Personally, I, th- I I think if 
so say let's take CSGO. Yep. They their argument is loot boxes aren't sorry, uh, crates aren't gambling because um, the money that you get can only be used on our platform. So in a sense, it's play money. Oh, wow. Yeah. But we, we know that it's not because you can very easily third party site, sell the skin and get a PayPal drop. Yeah. So I but my personal opinion is if you can get money from a loot box, yeah, so you can get your money back into your account, it is gambling. If you pay money sorry, if you have to pay real money, it's gambling. If you can use in game money, it's not gambling. Well, it it is gambling. It's still it? gambling, but it's not like on, it's not damaging gambling. Uh, on CS:GO, it's no, like, no, no. I don't mean on. I mean in terms of like being able to yeah. open it without paying. So yeah. within like yeah. in-game currency, it's not gambling then because it's not damaging. And I know, say, I know FIFA isn't a free-to-play game, but so that's like a, what a Peggy three rated. So pretty much anyone can play it. But then the ultimate team side is completely different because you know it's it's almost I again gambling. I find that mental that it's Peggy three and Peggy it's three gambling. and it has that in it. Is that that's a bit controversial, isn't it? I think that personally with FIFA they should separate um, ultimate teams and and FIFA. Mm-hmm. And uh, even if it says you know the ultimate team side is like an eighteen. 18 and over and it's you've got to have like a account for it I believe um, an EA account it's still it's in the game and it's the game's Peggy mm. 3 so mm. yeah. but on on CSGO which is now a free to play game that's taken a completely oh, yeah it's taken a different it doesn't have a battle pass does it unless it does it sort of does in terms of the uh, operation something fang yeah, he's taking a different approach though with the the prime status. And... Yeah, but I, I do sort sort of see that because you, you you don't have to pay for prime status. No, you don't, and you can still play it, but it just hinders you. But the the, the... Like in Fortnite, you do your uh, your challenges in game, and this you go and do. What is it? Is it is it scenarios you do? Uh, in CS, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a battle pass. I don't like how everything has a battle pass now. It makes everything feel really samey. Yeah, yeah. it's like, it is just like the same systems you can't paste into loads of different games. Yeah. Mm. Right. So, free to play games, good or bad, overall, Oliver. Oh, tough. Oh. Yeah, good. Good. Okay. Tom. Uh, so. I'm going to give two answers and it's cop out but the games themselves good the culture yep. that they have bred bad okay yeah I agree with Tom on that one but if I were to lean to one side I'd say bad that's fair enough um, moving on then another topic that I want to bring up because why not what makes a better pet cats or dogs the classic Classic. Uh, that is a classic question. Debate even as young as you can remember. I think I've got mm. a dog. My dog's the best. And then someone's the other side of the classroom. I've got a cat. Yeah, I. I think I know the answer for everyone here. Yeah, I think in this, 
I think, to be honest, it's a bit biased in this podcast. I've but... never had a dog. I've had well, both, okay. and I've only had cats. I would go with dog. Okay. I have both. Okay. What's the reason behind that? Well, cats just like they piss off outside all day, and then <laughs> they they, do, don't they? they they pour at the door and say. Meow. Give, and then they just want me food. They just want food. They come in for food, and they piss off, go and lie down somewhere, and then you just occasionally see them to feed them. A dog. It just, if the dog just wants, the dog just absolutely adores you. It just wants to be with you constantly. Yeah. The cat I doesn't think, give a shit. Yeah, I think cats don't almost don't show appreciation like dogs do. You know, a dog, you could anything. It could be you give them. Literally anything, and they're happy. They're over the moon. They love you to bits. Whereas cats are very independent. But you think, could, uh, you, can, you could make the argument yeah. of, oh, stupid dogs. They've been absolutely conditioned to love humans. Where cats are like companions. They like they're like a flatmate or a roommate. They live with you. That's true. But do dogs only love you because uh, they would die without you? <laughs> I don't know. I and also, you. a cat. Uh, I don't fully know, but I would have thought it would have been less maintenance and oh, just empty a an box. easier pet. I think. So, so, that, so, that's so, yeah. so for me, I actually find dogs easier pets because all you do, open the back door, piss off for a shit, come back in. Take them for a walk. Like cats, you have to like, oh, you walk past them and then they occasionally just smack you. Like, what? You little dickhead. You live in my house and you're going to come and fucking smack me. And then they go in, they go in like, so, well, house cats. Oh, my hat cat's not a house cat. But house cats, they go and shit in a litter box and piss in it. You have to clean that up. My cat goes outside and does all his shit. But like, yeah, I don't know. I just find dogs easier, personally. Okay. I almost think that, uh, in a way, cats. That's the word that I'm looking for there. I don't know. They're they're just a bit ungrateful. Yeah, they are ungrateful. Yeah, ungrateful little bastards. They are little dickheads. Cats are absolute dicks. And also, it, it can be quite annoying. They think that they're being extremely. You know, grateful by maybe catching a mouse. Bringing you a dead yeah. bird. <laughs> and it just isn't. It's just more <laughs> things to clean up. I do I like my cat, but he's. I prefer dogs. I can see why they think it's, you know, a lovely gift. And what, <laughs> it, in it, it just isn't. Anyone who says it is is just lying to it's you. It's lying. <laughs> it's like when a kid right. goes to school and makes something and it's just shit. Yeah. It's absolutely fucking terrible. And they bring it back and you've got to pretend you like it. Yeah. That's a cat. That is a cat. I'll put it on the fridge. Yeah, yeah. you display it for a little bit. Imagine fucking pegging this dead bird to your fridge. <laughs> and the cat like looks at it and I did that. Well, that's what we've been missing. That's why the cats are all ungrateful. Yeah, because we, we don't display yeah, what think. they've given us. Yeah, that, that, Or we didn't give them. We've dead. solved cats. Yeah, just make a, an effigy of dead birds. Your cat will love you forever. <laughs> right. 
Right, so again, overall then? Dog, dog, or oh, yeah, dog by dog, a mile. Yeah, I agree, dog. Never heard of dog, but I can imagine dogs. It's just better. Dogs are just better. Okay. All in agreement. All in agreement. All Moving in agreement. on then. Should people under the age of 18 be allowed to vote in the UK? This is very UK focused. I suppose you could extend it to the US, but we'll, you could, we'll could, just talk about the UK. This is, this is purely the UK for this one. This well, uh, vote in the general election. The general election, you can yeah. You can already vote in your local election under 18, I believe. Uh, I, I know I can. Yes, so what's that for, like, mayors? No, that's for... for so if I want to... I think next time Nigel Mills is on the uh, rotation, I can vote. You can't. Who I want as my. Sure, I can. You can't. Uh, the general election is you voting for your MP. It's not voting Conservative or whatever, it's just voting no, for your MP. Voting for who you want your local MP to be. Yeah, I think. That's the general election. Uh, you yeah. also. Um, local government elections. Um, it's 16 or over in Scotland but you must be 18 or over if it's uh, anywhere else in the UK fair enough so what's why is, why is that then why is... Scottish are just obviously more intelligent from from being younger I think that is it's anecdotally proven Scottish people are more intelligent okay okay <laughs> Oliver <laughs> what is, is that true? I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Oliver? What do you think? Oh. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> so, anyway, back back to the question. Uh, what do you think? Under the age of 18, should they, should they be allowed to vote? So, can, can we preface this with, uh, instead of just under the age of 18, from what age? I'm uh, going to ring well, out 16. Yeah, I'd say I'll take 16 and over. 16. Because under the age of 18, you're not going to get your five-year-old to go and vote for fucking Boris. No, no of course. Of course yeah, not. Well, you could. <laughs> well, legally you can't. But yeah, anyway, Oliver, what do you think? Do you think, obviously, because you're, you're, you're under 18, what do you think? Mm. Do you think you should be able to vote in the general... Say the general election was tomorrow. Do you think you should be able to vote? No. Why? Because uh, a lot of ignorant people that don't understand a lot of things that are quite instrumental in a government will vote possibly you also, against that. You also could extend that to the majority of the population, though. True, but you'd age. hope with, with slightly more life experience, maybe it should be older than 18. Maybe you should be in the world of work, understanding <laughs> well, the economy. That's a completely different opinion. Should it be over 18? Should it be like 21? I think three years in the working world. But is... again, most a lot of people from 18 don't have a job, go to uni. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, universities, well, today is, uh, I would say... Bias. More union for the left wing. It's bias, yeah. I'm and not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not saying. So, com completely irrelevant of my political that, but... opinion. 
education institutions are biased towards left-leaning thought, and that that is that is a fact. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. An anecdotal fact. I I can't statistically prove it, but anecdotally, it is. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of loot unions and such. Yeah, but so um, in that sense, is is it almost good that it's eighteen and over? So my 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 thought was, um, you know teach children more politics in school however you have to remove the bias there because you can't teach children under this like pre-context of teach like majority of teachers that i have taught to this is just personal experience majority of teachers i've talked to are left in fact every teacher that i have talked to that have expressed their political opinion are left and whether you agree with left or right it doesn't matter it is wrong that there's a bias being taught to children they should be presented absolute facts from left and yep. right. Here's and... pros and cons of right. Here's pros and cons of left. Exactly. That's but, up, that's up to you. But even, I think there's a bit of even if it's slight. Even if, even if a teacher, because I don't know about you, but a lot of teachers when I don't know, uh, what was it in uh, PSHCE in school yep. when we got taught like very minor politics, it was all very left leaning, and whenever a right policy was brought up, it was sort of almost skipped, skipped over shunned done quickly and I don't think that's right If let's even say if it was the other way say right was predominant I still don't think it's right that a particular side can be just shunned yep. away like that I, I don't think it's right I think every side should be taught equally I also think that if you're going to vote so you, you're in education until you're 18 so yeah and with majority teachers on you know leaning to one side children are growing up spending the majority of their time with these adults that are all of one political persuasion they're most likely going to form one you know political view and I think as soon as like no other life experience all their experience with people of just one persuasion and then just throwing them into this vote going yeah here you go I think they're all probably going to vote one way. Just the, the issue is, piggybacking. Though, is say we, we decide, like say the government decides, right, we're going to ramp up political education in school, okay? There's two issues with that. One, the current government that's in power, be it Labour, be it Conservative, it's realistically one of those because the other parties are very, very likely not going to win. Um, it will be either be Labour or, Conser- Labour or Conservative. They're going to set out the guidelines, aren't they? So the education is going to be biased. That's one point. Two, the person teaching the uh, syllabus, yeah, they're also going to have a political view. So it is almost impossible to remove bias. Yeah, yeah I think as humans, humans have will never ever ever be able to. It's it's I can know it's completely different, but um, like equality, I think you can get closer to it than what it is today but you'll never ever get bang on equal yeah and I, I think the only real solution is is giving like school children the information and saying work it out for yourself or potentially give it yeah so give them information and say okay here's where you can get your information from here's where you can get your information from um yeah. 
obviously don't bias it by giving them different, like giving them leaning to one side amounts of information. Um, but give them information. And what information though? Just about the different political parties, like their agenda. From West. And then oh, you've got to you've got to think. Um, say websites with this information, they can be biased. And... Well, may, maybe instead give them the Labour website, give them the Conservative website, give them the UKIP website, give them the uh, Lib Dem website, give them the Green Party website. Ask them to read them all. Ask them then to produce a fact file on each uh, thing, and then ask them to give them some important political questions. Yeah, and then ask them to write an essay. There's their. Like, ask them to interpret that information. Ask them to form their own opinions, and then maybe, obviously, do this all before, like in in like uh, secondary school before they're sixteen, and then maybe they can do. It. But then again, that may. I've just had a thought. What about a? Obviously, this comes with a lot of issues. But what about like a license to vote? So you have to pass a test. You have to be able to answer questions on all the parties. But then again, who can who who controls the test? Where's their biases? It's yep. it's very hard to just eliminate biases. Biases are, are mental. It's well, very 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 hard question. Yeah, problem is, of. So, go on. Um, but no, you 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 go. Yeah, I think the. I don't know what there is a problem of political illiteracy, but how do you solve that? It's that's the issue. Yeah. So, um, I, in my opinion, I think the minimum age shouldn't change. I don't think it should change. I think it well. should stay. If if the if the current education stuff stays the same, yes, it should stay at eighteen. Yeah. Oliver. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we're all in agreement on that one. All in unison. Agreement. Moving on. This is uh, this can be a sensitive topic, but do you think children should be smacked as a punishment? Well, hmm. I was I was never uh, I was never smacked as a child. However like to know if either of you have experienced a similar punishment. Were you ever when you were being very naughty, piled into the back of a car and just driven around and and when and when you asked where you were going, they'd your parents would tell you you were going to the uh, the old children's home to the to the adoption centre. You were being put up for adoption. <laughs> Is, it, is that just me? You said this story before to me, I think. <laughs> there was another bit. Did, did you throw up or something? Yeah, so... I can't remember what right, I was... That's, that's something that... We can't uh, overlook. Yeah, please tell uh, the whole story. So, we need to go back to that. So, there was this... Where I used to live, there was this um, big home. It was like a... <laughs> it wasn't a stately home, but it was like a. It wasn't a house. It was like a hall kind of thing. Okay. And that's where the um, the, the troubled children lived. <laughs> and it had big green floodlights, big like really ominous, ominous to a seven-year-old oh, floodlights that would just shine up it and down it as well. It would look really. And it was yeah. off a. It was off a country road. It was about five hundred meters off the road. It was, it was shit scary, right? 
and mum and dad would call it the old children's home. Did they take you at night? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> it happened multiple were... times. Yeah. So there was <laughs> the first time we were at the co-op and uh, I was being a very naughty boy. I cannot remember what I was doing. And there was a transit van uh, just <laughs> in, in the in the car, car park. And my mum and dad were like, right, you're going. I'm like, no. What do you mean I'm going? <laughs> you're going. The man in the transit van's there for you. So they got me out of the car and walked me to the back of this random <laughs> transit van and went, are you going to be good? <laughs> good. Right, get back in the car. <laughs> I don't random... mean to interrupt, but... Don't you have a brother? Yeah. Did they do the same with your brother? Yes. <laughs> At the same time? No, no, no. Were, were was... you in the car with when I... Yeah. Was... <laughs> oh, there was another bit to it as well. There was, uh, there's, another, there's another punishment that I'll have to talk about. And then the second time, which was the, uh, the finale, was I, was I was in the living room and... We had like a, it was a porch, it was about a hallway, it was about a metre long that went to the front door from the living room. And um, I, I was also being a naughty boy this day, because I was a, I was a naughty child. And um, my parents said you were going, I was very upset, I didn't want to go. I liked my family, I still do. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to, I wanted to stay in my home. So I was like, no, I don't want to go. And they were like, no, you go in and get your shoes on. So I'm bawling my eyes out and I walk towards the front door, get my shoes get my shoes on, and hurl all <laughs> about three times. Oh, we are laughing right now. <laughs> and then Mum was like, Chris, I think we should I think we should give this up now. And he's like <laughs> You don't have to go to the old children's home today. <laughs> and I was like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then I just watched my parents clean my sick up off the floor. <laughs> I, bet, I bet you were just you just made them your absolute bitch then. You're like, yeah, yeah. that's right, clean my fucking sick up. <laughs> Out of the beige carpet. Oh, did it match, yeah. though? Did it match? No. It was, it was quite brown, if I remember oh. correctly. And, yeah. and then, also, along the, on the same kind of thing, I wasn't smacked, however, <laughs> along with being taken to the old children's home. Were any of you two um, put in the back of the car and then taken to the police station? Once. That happened to me once. So I was, I was uptown, uh... I don't know why. I think we were in like a clothes shop somewhere. Yeah, I was. I don't know what I was doing because it was ages ago. I was just being. A don't little... touch the clothes. No, I, I, well maybe I don't know. I just, I just distinctly remember being a little dickhead. Yeah, and I remember <laughs> my mum getting dead angry at me, and we was like, right, we're going to the car. I was like, well, we, you haven't bought anything. Let's just get in the car. <laughs> Got in the car. Um, <laughs> like, mum didn't say anything. I was just trying silently. I was like, where are we going? She went, shut up. The cat was <laughs> around the roundabout, up the hill. Took a left. Why are we going to the pharmacy? We're not going to the pharmacy. Took a right. Oh, fuck. <laughs> a police station. <laughs> Pulled into the car park. I opened the door. Got out. Opened my car door. Opened my uh, passenger. Not... Yeah, passenger side door, child lock on. Opened it, got me out, 
Right, we're going to the police station. What? What? Why? Because you're being a little, you're a little dick. I don't know if you call me a little dick, but so right, you're being a little shit. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't want to go to the police station. I'm sorry, but at that age, you genuinely, you don't, you don't think that nothing I've done is illegal. I can't go to the police station. But at that, at that moment in time, when you stood outside at the police station, and you're thinking, oh fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> it's absolutely crying. Like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> and then she goes, Are you going to be better? Yeah, I am. I am. It's always that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, Right, back in the car. And back off home. Oh, what a waste you. of petrol. If any of you. <laughs> oh, no. However, no. I have. Um, I can't remember exactly what happened or what I did, but it was something along the lines of I was being a little dick, to be honest, when I was quite young. Mum um, and dad had a go at me. I thought it was unfair, and obviously, you know, I think everyone's at least, you know, done it. And all right, I'm moving out. I haven't done that, actually. Oh, I've I never ran that. away. I'm packing my clothes, but what shocked me when I was like the age of four. Is my mum came into the room and helped me pack. <laughs> and that was when I was like, oh no. Oh no. What am I going to do? Oh, it's real. It's like helping me pack. Like, come on then. Out you go. Go on. Put her off. Out the door. I think that did kind of snap me a little bit. Oliver, have you ever had that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I um, can't remember what it was. I must have been. When did we move here? I would have been, what, about nine? About nine. And um, you know the old cartoons where they'd have a stick over the shoulder, <laughs> yes, with yes, a, with a yes, with a cloth tied to it, <laughs> yes, and they'd hold it over their shoulder and they'd just walk around <laughs> with all their belongings in there. I um, I didn't have a, I didn't own a rucksack at the time because I had the school book bag, so <laughs> I, I went and got a stick, and a carrier bag. <laughs> Put a pair of pants, a t-shirt, and it, it wasn't even a full set of clothes. Suck it on the other end of socks. Suck it on the other end of this stick, <laughs> and just walked about three houses down, and sat there against an electric, like the electric box, for about ten minutes, and then I came back. <laughs> oh no, there was a better story actually. When I where I used to live, my mum wanted me to do my my homework. The, the the like twenty minutes of homework you got once a week, <laughs> and I really didn't want to do it. And we lived in this like I can't remember what they're called when the houses are joined together. A terrace? If it was loads, is it? Uh, was it terrace? It was, it was like we had like a house on each side, and then that was it. That trip. Yeah, it's semi-detached. Semi-detached. Semi-detached is anyway. two houses, I think. It doesn't matter. Like, let's not We're like a, we're like a, a thin garden, maybe. Uh-huh. Five metres across. Uh-huh. And about 20 metres long. And then the the garden at the end, um, there was like half a brick wall about, I don't know, knee height. And then the rest of it was fence panelling for about another knee height. Um, And on the other side of that was the main road. So I thought 
uh, I would go to the end of the garden, jump over the fence, and run off. <laughs> uh, an hour. At the age of six. Jesus Christ. And, and I, I, I came back over after about 20 minutes, and my mum was distraught. <laughs> she was she was she was t- phoning the police. <laughs> As I came back I was like, Oh well I'm here now, aren't I? So oh, you know. I think I'll do I think I'll do my own work. Yeah. She's like twenty for for the sake of twenty minutes of homework. Yeah. I know. I could have had it done in that time. Oliver does have some. It's where we learn all the little uh, things yeah. from Oliver. Abused as a child. <laughs> to be fair, I was I was never taken to the police station. My brother was though a lot. What? <laughs> we were on the way to my grandma's. Oh yeah, that was it. We we're on the way to my grandma's on a Saturday, and my brother is being just a little prick. So my dad's had enough already. Half eleven on a Saturday morning, he's already got him up the walls. Not happy. He goes, right, George, are you going to pack it in? And he just comes back with some cheeky rebuttal. So my dad goes silent, turns the car around, and we start going the other way. We're all just like, what? Where are we going? <laughs> <No> answer. <laughs> Where? Oh, Were you in the goes, car? Yeah, in the back seat. My brother is my mum's like gone for entertainment. Yeah, yeah, I was I was laughing. My mum was like the police station, and he's like <laughs> wail of despair, absolutely screaming. Am I going to go to prison? Yes. No, <laughs> 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 uh, Taylor's old as time. Are you going to be good? Yeah. Whip the car around to grandma's. Sausage and turkey dinosaurs. Well, that jobs are good, you know. Standard Saturday. <laughs> I think we've gone very much off topic. <laughs> yeah, I think we need to go back quickly. Right. Do you children punishment. We have a like, yeah, smack, think... smacked on the bum. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah it's, it's a that's fine. I think that's it. Uh, we need to, you know, we need to say that Mac is. Uh, we don't mean punch. We don't mean yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like a, it's like a tap, like a sharp <laughs> tap, an elbow to the temple. Not, 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 not a the head off your knee just a, a, like a sharp tap. Yeah, like little. And, and I don't agree with like <laughs> belt or anything. Oh yeah, no, 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 no. Like. Just yeah, the hand, well, just the hand. hand well, well, you know, with like backhand, pimp slap. <laughs> yeah, so I think yeah, it's a severe punishment. A, like a like fingertip slap. slap, even the palm, just a just a little sharp, little sharp, quick and sharp. Yeah, a little, a little a controlled. Yeah, controlled, controlled, controlled swoop. Okay, I think we're all in agreement on we are, that. We are all in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, again, to do with school. Um, uh, we have talked about school uh, oh, now and again. No, it's in just off topic. We've talked about school. Uh, um, it's because we're we're sort of at younger age. 
at the mm. minute. Yeah, I think it's more relatable to us, to be honest. True. Is it important mm. to wear a uniform at school? So, yes. so at the time when you're wearing a uniform, you don't like it, and then you look back and you think, actually, uh, I think a school uniform probably is important. Yeah. Because, well, if, for, for for multitude of reasons, really, because you've got the obviously like there's some poorer kids who would inevitably everyone knows the school well everyone who's grown up in the UK knows the UK school environment if you're wearing fucking rags you're going to get bullied in, like you are it is a fact um, mm-hmm. and at the same time also just for personal benefit you don't have to sit and fucking think what you're going to wear you can you just wear the same thing yep. I'd end up wearing the same pair of jeans every day exactly it's that sort of thing yeah like you'd have to th- it takes up so much time in the morning to just think right what am I going to wear I mean, it, it doesn't. It doesn't take loads of time, but it's still mental like capacity that you have to think. Right, uh, I'm going to wear this. It's effort to get out of your wardrobe as well. It's really lazy, but it is. At least with a school uniform, you know exactly what you're going to wear. You know, shirt, tie, blazer, maybe a jumper, trousers, uh, shoes. It's just there. Yeah. It's ready. It's on. Okay. I know what else you're going to say. I know. I know another reason. You say it. I don't know another reason. We've discussed this before. I've, I've probably got one, just not nothing that's springing to mind. It it teaches you to wear a suit. Yes, that, yeah, no, we we have talked about this. A suit, I think, is you have to be comfortable in a suit, and I think a lot of people just look awkward in suits. And I think it's not something it's not something individual to a person. I think it's something you have to be trained into. Like you just have to be relaxed in a suit. And people who are relaxed in suits, don't know about you, but they look so much more confident and that you, they are like leaders, aren't they? If you look com- comfortable in a suit, you automatically looked up to oh this guy's confident. Mm. And suits just look good, don't they? They have like the authority on it. Yeah. If you're in a suit, you know formal, ready for business. It just gives off like an air of professionality. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And also like uniforms, it just gets you into the jig of being smart, which you'll have to do for well, not all not all works, but mo- most jobs you will have to wear like a smart uniform, and I think it just gets you into the habit of doing it. Yeah. Um, something that I want to uh, make a point is I'm not saying I disagree with any of that, but just something maybe for against. Uh, school uniform um, a lot of people actually not <laughs> they can't afford it almost you know it, it can be it can cost a little bit of money uh, a lot of costly. people do do you know you do require to to pay for it um, True. some people hand down you know from siblings and whatnot but it's something that maybe we need to discuss about uh, some people well, might not have the money so I think th- there is an issue with that, and the issue is that a lot of schools only go to one supplier for their like bespoke uniform. So you're, f- it's like a monopolised. You are forced to buy from that one place. Yeah. And that does come in with an issue if their prices are quite high, because obviously some people can't afford that. Yeah. However, there's also the argument of your child only needs a school uniform. Yeah. After a f- decent amount of years. You know, you've got a lot of time to save. 
Yeah, and another, another um, a lot of schools do have um, like borrowing, say, blazers, so yeah, you might not. And ties. Yeah, so in a way, I think there's some ways around it, but it's still something that needs to be said. Yeah, it needs to be said, but I think if, if you have a child in this country, it is mandatory to go to school. Okay, yeah. I think if you have a child, you're taking that responsibility on of okay, this child is going to need to go to school, and wh- when do you start going to like nursery with uniform? What is it like five, six? Uh, uh, I'm so, not too sure. It's got to school at four, do not you? But it's a few years to save up money for uniform, yeah. correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you can wear the same trousers every day, like, and just wash yeah. them at the weekend. You can wear the same jumper, shirts. Yeah, you might want to alternate those. I reckon the max you can get out of shirts is two or three days. I always used to wear a new shirt every day, but you, you, yeah. you could you could get two or three days out new of shirt. New shirt every day is the one you want. That's that's that the one you want. But even then, you can cycle between two or three shirts and do that. You just have to wash a bit more. Yeah. Trousers. I prefer one pair of trousers because if you have multiple, like one gets more worn in than the other, and then you have yeah. one that's a bit too tight. And you have I always preferred pair. just one pair of trousers, or I think I, I might have had two, but I switched between in the middle of the week. You know, you know, there are people that have more than one blazer. I could not understand that. No, uh, I think because especially with my blazer when I was at school, um, you could just actually wash it. Um, in the washing machine rather than like dry cleaning it yeah you had uh, to get it done and and um thing is was you could probably do it at the weekend quite easily and you wouldn't do it every weekend no i don't i don't think i wash my blazer often at all no not, i got washed once a term with my pee kit i think mine was also no I, my pee kit was washed probably once my pee kit was not washed as often as it probably should have been because <laughs> it just stayed in the bag it's not even like a thing of oh my mum didn't wash it everything it just stayed in the bag because I couldn't be asked to get it out I remember I used to always do it where you, you forget about it and when, you, when it comes to the next PE lesson you look at the bottom of your bag and it's, <laughs> it's like the, it's like old and it smells a little bit and you're just <laughs> thinking oh God, I, what I've I've only forgot my pee kit once and it's the worst feeling ever, isn't it? Forgetting yeah. like a single piece yeah, of Because no one believes you. Even if you oh, let's say to wear your shirts with your joggers. <laughs> you, no, the worst thing is your school shoes with your Oh, I remember that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's horrible. I'd rather go in socks, like oh, yeah, true. Wearing, wearing your shirt flickers with with a pair <laughs> of oh, school peaking and shit flickers. Oh. It's not, it's not the one. It's not the one. The funny thing is, um, I remember at primary school in PE, with like the plimsolls, and uh, we had a team who could kick. I, I think I remember that, yeah. You kicked um, it like a wall or something. Or I, into yeah, the field. I, managed, I managed to get it over the fence. Past, lost like, shoe. Three, yeah, it went into... Some farm, farm, what, the, far, the fields behind the playground. Yeah, um, and my <laughs> mum and my brother had to be called in to rummage through whilst I was waiting. That's brilliant. Is it, is, I know the playground is on about it's like it's a playground and then it has these massive, like about 
over there's about an eight foot tall wall yeah i, d- I didn't even know how i did it I- I and then there's a, another like 10 foot of mesh <laughs> my yeah my like little like, seven-year-old legs could yeah i, I must have got it personally I, I don't know how but it just flew and instantly <laughs> i felt proud and at the same time you shit yourself I, yeah i crapped myself because i thought right well i've this is no it. reason i've just done that and now i've got no no plimsolls which is great uh, brilliant at that school i uh, you remember the tires i do the tires not the ones that you could walk on like the loose ones that you could just play with yeah. um in the corner of the field there was a really like dusty sandy area so i filled a tire with dust and rolled it across the field towards like loads of kids that i knew had asthma <laughs> <laughs> evil <laughs> <I don't... laughs> but the uniform i think i think it's a bad thing because it's kind of making a hitler youth-esque um organization <laughs> how far do you agree okay uh, i don't agree but oh, i wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> Interesting point. So, so actually, something about forgetting my PE kit. I remember in primary school, I think I forgot my PE kit, and this dickhead, his name was Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond. Oh, hello, Mr. Bond. Yeah, he was a dickhead. He's like an old man. He's probably dead now. Um, basically, it, so, so it was PE. Standard PE, about an hour, yeah? The dick made me walk around the playground because I forgot my PE kit for an hour. <laughs> it made me do laps around the playground. <laughs> What an <laughs> I remember a teacher that tried to give out press-ups when you were just at school as a punishment. Said, <laughs> you no. can't do that. And everyone said, no, no. goodbye. <laughs> do, you want, do you want push-ups? Well, Wait, I know we really all have that. that to be honest. I know we all have that fat woman that taught us dance. Yes, yes. The blonde one with the glasses. The blonde one and the polo Special... shirt. You started in like a prayer position. Yeah, she was a wagon. Obviously. Wait, was 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 this the one that did the finger dancing, or was this a different? Yeah, one? yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, she came to our school as well, <laughs> and she, she always was, did it to Timber. She was local. <laughs> <laughs> the finger dancing was brilliant. I can still do it. And she, can, I just say, can I just say that must be the easiest job ever? It was the same. It, well, yeah, think about how much bit. money she. Same she probably doesn't get that much. Same song, same. Everything just at a different school. Think about how shit that Literally. gets, though. Just the children yeah, yeah, change. And all children are the same. <laughs> yeah. They don't have personalities. Oh, I get that, but I don't think she did any planning in her life. No, it was so minimum effort from her. Like we, we go in and she goes, right, I'm gonna have you for the next term, guys. And we're like, oh, all right, who are you? And she goes, okay, I'm the dance teacher. And all the boys go, oh. oh and she yeah. goes, no. Uh, Dance isn't girly. A lot of men do dance. You guys street know what street dancing, dancing is? <laughs> no, no, no. It's got better. It got better. And we go. That she read. And, and we go, yeah. And she goes, well, we're not doing that, but we're doing something like it, okay? We're doing hand dancing for the first half of term. That'll be good for you boys. It's really cool. And then she went, she did the dance. I, 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 I can't can't describe it it was godly she does this dance and we thought it was really cool because we were eight years old and it was just really shit and she does this to timber and she's like by the end of the term you lot doing this and she we're like, stop the truck, she, though. 
She was, no. She and was, it got better. It got, e- got even better, right? And she goes, and for the second half of term, we're going to... Uh, we're going to be doing tabletop finger dancing. <laughs> tabletop, so just on the table. <laughs> I know, it was brilliant. So she got us in our uh, in our PE kits, and then she sat us at desks, like wooden desks where the top opened up, and then she got us doing, like, sliding our hands along the table. Oh, I think I remember that, actually. What was the need? <laughs> so I didn't think my year got that far. So we've gone very much off topic. School uniform. Let's just just bring this this point to a close. School uniform. Yes or no? I think yes, personally. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah, it just is good. Like in hindsight, it's good. It is. Yes. Right. I think this is the final topic that I want to bring up, and that is uh, what is best and or the worst fast food slash takeaway well it's very different oh, is, that, is that two different questions fast food yeah, yeah, and takeaway yeah. completely up to you I don't mind well let's do fast food first okay it's got to be McDonald's for what fast food for best yeah it just has to be done to it the amount of variety it tastes of... so good but it's, it's where it's, you eat it it's and awful. it's like what I've, where I've not eaten anything yeah. I'm still hungry but the amount of calories in it's mental but the thing is it is the best like unanimously it is the best like prove me wrong if you gave me McDonald's and KFC KFC is nice KFC is brilliant it's just much it more expensive it doesn't what taste fast yeah, foody I also, I also think KFC I think it's nicer but you have to be more in the mood yeah, KFC, McDonald's is a any mood thing. Yeah, just a general. But can we talk about yeah, such a variety as well? Burger King. No, Burger King's. Burger King. No. Yes. I had some Burger King chicken nuggets think... once on the way back from a scout camp. And... Oh my god, it ruined ruined. My week. <laughs> so I've been to Burger King much, but the few times I've been, fucking awful. I think it has. Only like... time you ever go is at an airport. Yes, 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 yes. yes. And then, even then, it's it's always in like Spain, isn't it? Where they only have Burger King in the airports. What burger you want? What burger you want? What burger? It's almost like Burger King's got a monopoly on Spanish airports. Yeah. And the UK ones. I don't think I've. It's either that or Spoons. Yeah, I haven't seen a McDonald's in a UK airport. And I'm not in the mood for for Burger King at seven o'clock in the morning. It's got to be Spoons breakfast. I always or the Frankie and Benny's. Yeah, so it's so it's 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 a full English breakfast from Spoons, and for me, it's always uh, Burger King on the way back, like to England. Frankie and Benny's. It's got to be. Not in the morning. No, on the way back. No, I always just do something quick and easy. We do. But um, yeah, so fast food. Yeah. I, I think McDonald's it's got to be it's just, yeah, it's just I, a winner I in like variety and just in, t- in terms of everything McDonald's yeah take worst away. is Burger King Something going back to Burger King um, I've got a quick story for you go on and that was, go on uh, we're, we're in the UK in an airport I think ready to fly I think it was just in Corfu um, and my dad because you know, Burger King is so bad. He'd never really been. He, did, he didn't know what was like on the menu, and all he wanted was you know how McDonald's do the 99p hamburger. <laughs> yeah. Yep. He thought the Whopper was the equivalent to like 99p. <laughs> so 
he ordered, can I have ten whoppers, please? <laughs> and in the airport, it's obviously double the price anyway. And it, it, it was a ridiculous <laughs> amount of money, and he, <laughs> I saw his face slowly drop. <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was quite funny, but we all eat well. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Speaking of pricey fast food, we went to France, and I'd, I'd always wanted a McDonald's abroad because you know we're slightly different and we went to one in the south of France and I was like right I'm going to do something different I'll have a Big Mac so I had a Big Mac meal like a medium one so did my brother my dad had like nine nuggets and so did my mum it was like 40 quid so no, I, so I, I, I want to tell this story but I also want to save it for a a, a, like a, a a future podcast where we just talk about like places we've been. No, yeah. it's about it's about Switzerland. But I want to talk about places we've been in in a separate podcast. So I'm not I'm not going to say it yet, but I will say in the future. It's about McDonald's and Switzerland. So let's move on to takeaways because I think takeaways are a more broad thing, and you can get in depth on takeaways. Yeah, mm, definitely. For me personally, it's it is a contender between three and that's Chinese Indian and um, like kebabs pizza's just not on there so no I, th- I for a takeaway pizzas are good but they're not there every, um, every... go on so my, one of my issues which I think narrows it down to two contenders is I prefer Indian at a restaurant yeah, definitely. So I think mm-hmm. I would have to take Indian away from takeaway and go to Chinese yeah. and kebab. It's, that's my it's two a whole contenders. Experience yeah, the, that, that's the thing. Indian is an experience, you know. You've got the Indian blokes. Oh, lovely and hot. They're very hospitable, aren't they? Yeah. They're, they're really good in hospitality. Yeah, I, d- I don't know why, but um, it's, I, I find Indian food it still tastes nicer than Chinese, but for some reason, in terms of takeaway, Agreed. it doesn't. Agreed. It's nice. Yeah. But, but it's really strange. And, uh, you know, it's the same food, but... Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Indian is an experience with your poppadoms, your starter, yeah, yeah. your curry, and yeah. just... It just is an experience. I think just being in there with the smell and stuff is just the whole yeah. experience. The tables are always way too close together as well in India. Yeah, but I think that adds to it, doesn't it? Obviously, you wouldn't get away with that now. But like no. when COVID wasn't a thing, you know that that adds to the experience because uh, the amount of times we've been in an Indian restaurant and especially within my town, like you just know, you see, you usually see people that you know and you just like talk to them. It's odd. Yeah, it's I like an Indian know, restaurant is like the watering hole of society. <laughs> you, you know the the takeaways for pizzas that aren't Domino's. They yeah. all of them. I'm convinced they all come from the same place. They all have the exact same box. No, it's because it's because someone like drop ships this box. It's like the Indian flag on the front. It's brown. But that's not that's not even it. All the pieces are identical. They are like, very very similar. Literally, yeah, literally. I'm sure they all get the same. Oh. Yeah, they get the same dough and the cheese. Right, it's a really thick layer of cheese. However. Despite it being so thick, it doesn't touch the crust. There's like a millimetre gap between the cheese and the crust all the way around. And and the cheese moves around slightly on the top of the sauce. And they're always just awful. The I, pizza is always soggy. I always find I quite I quite enjoy them, to be honest. 
I do like them, yeah. And I think it's a nice greasy calorie filler. Yeah, oh, that Domino's man. Quite nice. I I, like I enjoy Domino's. It's not worth the Dom price though. In England, no, you have to get a deal. In a England, it's not worth the price. Domino's put a lot of sugar in. Uh, in I believe their dough and pizza and sauce. the sauce. Yeah, but I find it mental that in like other countries like New Zealand and Australia, Domino's is like the cheap pizza place. Yeah, definitely. It's I don't know why it's so expensive. Okay. What is it? Eighteen quid for a large pizza off deal. Yeah. And then like twelve quid for like a medium one. But if you're going off crazy. deal, you've got you must be you must have hit your head. No one's paying eighteen quid for it. You just, like, yeah, I wouldn't you, pay that. You at a are restaurant. getting a deal. You are going. Yeah, you literally restaurants. What normal pizza? Twelve quid probably. Like a large pizza. Fourteen. Yeah. Something twelve. Like twelve to fifteen. Roughly. Yeah. And that's mm. at a restaurant. And that's at a restaurant with like that's a premium pizza. Like Big, thin, good ingredients. Yeah, so anyway, takeaway wise, I think. I, I, but let's narrow it down to a few contenders. I'm going to put forward Chinese and kebab. The thing is, right, I was thinking about this when you brought it up. You've got your kebab, right? Anywhere you go for a kebab, the kebab meat is identical. The chicken, you know, yeah. it varies. It's consistent. Slightly, it's consistent. A Chinese, though, you either have the best Chinese of your life or the shits for two days. Yes. It's so hit or miss. So, so yeah. does, does, that, does that come into the. Does that, does that come. Does, is that a factor that we can bring in? Because Jade Garden and his prime was my favourite takeaway. It's not up there, is it now? No. I remember having it and it's not up there. Nothing compared to my local takeaway. But a kebab is just always. Just, I'd, if I'm sat at home, I won't order a kebab. But. I will. Like, if parents, you know, do you want a kebab takeaway? Oh, what are we having? Oh, uh, your kebab. I enjoy your kebab. You can never go wrong just eating a big, dirty mixed kebab with chips. Uh, so, I'm going to put it forward and I'm going to put forward a final decision. I think a kebab, just due to the consistency. Anywhere you go, you get a kebab, you know it's going to be nice. However, chi eating in a Chinese restaurant is also an experience. Yeah, but we're on yeah. about takeaways. I know that's that's so awesome. I feel like we need to take away. I feel like it's kebab. Offer me something different. I think it's a kebab. It's just so versatile and consistent. Mm. Is, that, is everyone just... in agreement on kebab? Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say. I of course sort of the takeaway world. It is. Yeah, kebab. Kebab is the king. King of takeaway kebab. kebab. Mixed or just? It, I don't. I don't think. Mixed. I don't think. That, no, I don't think that matters. I think we just, just, just the kebab. I think that we're yeah. going into personal preferences now. Or chips. Just the chip shop or kebab. Sorry. Chip shop or or kebab. 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 So well, I think that's I think, a good point I to think, end. But yeah, I think that's everything, lads. Hmm. So I, no, I think that I think that was decent for a first podcast um, just a bit of information though we will be trying to upload these weekly onto Spotify Apple Music I don't know that's that's what we're going to start with we will eventually <clears throat> move it onto yeah. other platforms and um, also in the future when you know like Covid rules stuff get lifted and we just get some more equipment um, to yeah. some mics and cameras we will be moving to somewhere where we can actually all film together because I feel like it just depends yeah. a bit doesn't it yeah I was, I was just about to say can we point out that we're all in separate households so there might be a few uh, button in but that's only because we don't know who's talking yeah we can't make eye contact there's no there's no there's no when. like cues let's just yeah say. so 
But um, this is the first episode, so you like this. This will either be out Saturday or Sunday, one of the two. It will be out Saturday or Sunday. Um, but yeah, it, we, we, uh, and if it's out on Saturday, we're going to have it consistently out on Saturday. If it's out on Sunday, it's going to consistently be Sunday. Um, and it will be weekly to begin with, you know, if, if, if we feel like it's going well or, you know, just that sort of thing, we might increase it. Just, yeah. Do we want, um, any Q and A's going into a email? Yeah, but <laughs> not yet. Not yet. I don't personally, if you're listening to this, you're probably the only person listening to this, especially right yeah. at the end. If you've gone through this whole thing, that is yeah. mental. That is absolutely mental that you've sat and no, this no, just waffle. If you have gotten to the end, then I would like you to personally email us. Yes. If you sat to the end of this podcast, I want you to, in the future, when we give off contact details to contact us, I want you to tell us this word and the word is poppadom. That's all I want. I want it in the title. I don't want anybody of the email. I just want you to put poppadom. That's it. Send it to the email. This will be in the future. We're not going to put an email in a minute, but put that in. And if you do that, you're going to be a guest on the podcast. First person to do it, guest on the podcast. Everyone in agreement? <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we are, we are going to end that there. Uh, if you have actually gotten this far, then I genuinely do thank you. That's, <laughs> that's quite good. Uh, why? Yeah, why? Why have you sat and listened to us? Ch- ch- Look I? within yourself. I mean, thank you, but you know please 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 follow along for the next podcast uh but yeah that is that is it for this week goodbye goodbye goodbye